Howdy, howdy, everyone. I'm Daisy Blue. I'm your host, and this is the Abiding Blue Podcast. My job is to ask all the awkward and weird questions that you want to hear about your favorite songs as told by the artists themselves. So with that in mind, let's get to today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Abiding Blue Podcast, the podcast that you know as the, the Southwestern Songwriters Podcast. We got the most interesting people in the world on this podcast. We're sponsored today by some of the best beer in the whole world, Icebox Brewery. We really appreciate you guys. You need to come into Icebox. They have three different locations. Currently, we are recording live at Picacho Avenue, otherwise known as Pikachu Avenue, which I think is funny. <laughs> and I have a sour wit. And today, we, our special guest is C.L. Smith. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Uh, what kind of beer do you have in front of you here? Uh, that's their Mexican lager, I think. Mexican lager. Are you a beer guy? Am I a beer guy? Yeah. I, yeah, I drink a lot of beer. Drink I a got lot a of gut beer. to show it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, here at Icebox, we drink for, for good reasons. There's, um, there's a beer here called... Oh, you know, I forget it's called. But they have a fundraising beer here. You can come in, ask them about their beer that um, they sell in order to raise funds for cancer patients. Oh. Come in here, drink the beer for a good cause. So if you ever feel guilty about drinking beer, all you got to do is come into Icebox and know that you're drinking for a reason. I'm going to order one of those right away because yeah. I'm feeling guilty. What's, what's, <laughs> what's the name of that beer, that care-funded like, beer? Okay. The Janet Brown beer. Come in and order Janet Brown beer. That's what it is. All right. I'll, we'll just edit that so that it sounds like I said something intelligible. <laughs> and then nobody else will know besides the live audience. Oh, that good. I we get to totally... edit? I didn't know we get to edit. All well, right. I get to edit. All You're right. stuck with. <laughs> well, you might have to edit the most interesting people because I'm not one of the most interesting people. <laughs> You're one of the most interesting people. You are. I'm very boring, but I'll try to be interesting as much as I can. Well, you're good at pretending to be interesting. Yes. Because I'm, every time I see you, I'm like, that's an interesting guy there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Interesting. How's he live on his own? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, they just brought us a Janet Brown ale. Okay. Okay. So here's to you, my friend, C.L. Smith. Tink. Janet Brown looks good. Mm. And the guilt just went away. It just went away. Yeah. Day drinking. <laughs> or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Um, okay, I got C.L. Smith here. I know C.L. Smith. I, I know you as like a guitar guy. I uh, was first introduced to you because of the Rockabilly Strangers. Yes, that's my uh, main group. Yeah. So I still do that group. And I've just been playing solo the last two or three years now. Okay, well, I want to hear the C.L. Smith Story. Like, what's the genesis? We don't want to go that real far, but I mean, I want to. Let's peel back the yeah. onion, my friend. Let's oh. get let's get down. I can't. You're just uh, saying like, oh, it's the layers are boring. They are layers. Or... Yeah. No, but um, playing solo, it was nothing I planned on doing. I just I was doing a duo for a while with the Double Clutchers, and that was kind of a a need for smaller venues because they don't want a three piece band. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll start a smaller group 
to play small venues locally, and so I started that group. And that group did really well. There weren't a lot of venues at the time. Now there's probably ten times more. Well, I want to know about how, how you got into music. Like, what, what sparked your fire in, into doing this? What are some of the, the biggest milestones that you feel like you've hit and the things that you're most proud of that kind of define you? For people who don't know you, like... Oh, well, I guess, you know, I'm proud of everything. I mean, big shows, small shows are all, they're all worthy. Sometimes the smaller shows are more exciting than the bigger shows, you know. I love that answer. It's true. I that mean, just melted my little heart. I'm like, oh. But, you know, playing big venues is exciting. It's, you know, I've played some really good shows out in the Detroit area, playing with several different bands. Uh, <clears throat> I got to play uh, one of the Super Bowl parties in, in Detroit when they had it in Detroit. That was probably the biggest gig I ever played. Is that where you're from originally? Yeah, out that. Well, I didn't live in Detroit. I lived near Detroit. Mm -hmm. Not many people can say they live in Detroit. <laughs> and if you say you live in there and you don't, then you're, you're really breaking the rules. So, what do you define yourself as a guitar guy as well, or how do you? Yeah, I, I play guitar mainly. Uh, I've I tried mean... other instruments, you know, drums and bass. I played bass for like five years. I really enjoyed that. It's harder than guitar, I think. Laying down. It's, it's the mean mug that I think is hard on the bass. You kind of have to frown the entire time. You're frowning because cool. it's so hard. You've got to <laughs> keep perfect time all through it. You've got to get that groove and not lose it. And I was singing, so playing and singing at the same time, you've got to really focus on the groove. It's really hard. I feel like vocals is the easy. I say that as a vocalist. I feel like the vocals are the easiest thing because you can be kind of off with the vocals and you can rephrase things and kind of get away with it, but you can't really do that much with the rhythm section, though. No, especially bass. Bass is, like, unforgiving. If the bass player is off and the drummer's off, it's bad. Guitar players can kind of get away with a little, playing around the beat a little bit and... Maybe speeding up and slowing down, not knowing, but yeah, you can tell when the drummer slows down. It's like, what's going on? Is he tired? <laughs> and everybody just falls off the stage. Yeah. Ooh, what kind of guitar do you have uh, with you today? This is, I got this from Hubbard's Music Store, actually. Guild Troubadour. Not one of our sponsors, but maybe I can talk them into an episode. Someday. Yeah. But yeah, the Guild Troubadour, that's what it is. Well, it's got a really nice sound to it. You got your amp here as well. But this is a Fender Sidekick. Yeah, I brought the used from Nicole Osborne. Oh, really? Yeah. It's got a really great sound to it. It's pretty cool. So Super far. light, you yeah. know. And uh, it's only missing one knob, so I was pretty happy with that. There you go. <laughs> right? Who needs middle anyway, right? Nobody even really knows what that is. I just put middle in the middle and then leave it. There you go. <laughs> That's what the middle's for. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid knob anyway, am I right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, I mean, middle's really good if you have like a very trebly guitar. Then mm -hmm. you can kind of turn the mids up a little bit more and bring down that extra treble twang that maybe's hurting people's ears. That's really all 
I can think of what it's for. But most guitars, I just leave it in the middle. Yeah, well, it sounds great with this one. Yeah, oh, it's cool. It's really cool. Listen I love this guitar. It's really nice. Yeah, it's a nice size, too. Nice little travel. Yeah, it's an old cowboy put guitar. It in, put Trubador. it in your pocket. These yeah. Cowboys used to put it behind their back. And oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can play guitar and ride horse at the same time. I always oh, wanted God, to be a cowboy yeah. if I wasn't afraid of horses, but, you know, and sleeping outside. But all the. the and wrangling. And, and bugs, but I like. <laughs> we got a lot of reasons. <laughs> I like the campfire idea. That sounds good. And I like eating beans. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I don't even know what a cowboy is anymore. I don't know. So many people call themselves cowboys that I'm like, I'm not sh- really sure. Mm. Some people think you have to have a big belt buckle to claim the cowboy-ness. Or well, is it just an attitude? I don't know. I think that is important, though, the belt buckle, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to keep your pants up, I guess, you know. I mean, I was thinking, like, rodeo, but... You know when, when you meet one, though. You know when he's a real cowboy. It's, that's just, it's like, okay. Chewing tobacco. <laughs> that was you don't a little have... bit more of a lisp than I intended to have. <laughs> he's got the chewing tobacco. You don't have to ask if that's a cowboy or not. You just know when you run into a cowboy. Hmm. It's interesting. And I have, like, ran into some cowboys. Do any of them play yeah. music? Well, Neil, Neil McCowan, he's a yeah. cowboy. He's a real cowboy. I mean, that's a real cowboy. Right you can there. look at his hands, you can see he works with his hands. He, he's got the calluses. I don't think he's afraid of horses. <laughs> <laughs> if I grew up with horses, I'm still a little scared of horses. Uh, that's a big animal. You know what I mean? Awesome. There are awesome horses. I, I, I like to bet on them more than ride them. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'm sorry. We, we kind of went on a side tangent. I, I want to hear about See the kind of... Yeah, I did that. I yeah. I'm like, detour. we're talking about horses. I want to talk about you. Yeah. I, I tell you what, C.L. Smith is one of the most humble guys that you'd ever talk to. You see him play. He shreds the crap out of everything. He kills it. And then he comes off and he's like, oh, hi. Hi, guys. Like can you hear nice, us over there? Such a nice guy. You can. Not much, but a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you can uh, lead us into your first song. What do you say? Okay. This one I'm going to record with the band. It's called okay. Better Than New. So that's Rockabilly Strangers. Then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Better Than New. I wrote it actually when I was with the Double Clutchers, but we never got around to recording it. And I'm like, I want to record that song. We broke up before I could record it, so... Now we're going to do it. And goes, it's in the key of D, everybody. And with the drop D, I have it today, but I won't have it in the recording like that.
each other Love waiting in time for us to discover Nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you I'll trade you for a kiss at night time I got eyes for you, baby You're out of this world I can't believe mine on mine Been working all night and the whole day through Underneath the hood I fix everything's better than you Underneath the hood, I fix everything she's better than new. Underneath the hood, I fix everything better than new. Hey! It's a little high for this early. I should have picked a lower song, but okay. Okay, so that one's called Better Than New? That's right. So walk us through, you know, your inspiration for that song and kind of... Well, there's a lot of car metaphors, obviously. But it's just <laughs> talking about myself. We haven't even gotten to this yet. You're a car guy. Uh, not really. I love cars, but I'm not a car guy. But I just like... They're good tools for metaphors because people love cars. I keep trying to throw all these labels on you and you keep <laughs> dodge them like uh, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. <laughs> Don't don't stick that to me. I would like so. to be a car guy. I love cars, and I love people that have nice cars, especially classic cars. Beautiful. Respect the work they put into them, make them look the way they do, the way they sound. But I can't afford one. <laughs> but you can write about one. I can write about them, and I can ride in them, but that's about it. So tell me about what what car are you thinking of? Uh, in this particular song? Well, I'm thinking about myself. I was in the hospital. I didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Got surgery. And I felt better than new after I got done. So that's what it was about. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is this is a chance to be kind of introspective for anybody listening to the song that, you know, this is the time to self-repair. Yes, exactly. It's like... Be better than new. Under the hood. Yeah. They knock you down, but you... Get better than you were, right? I dig it. I dig it. Would you call your style mostly rockability? Or not rockability. Rockabilly. Uh, no, I, my, my solo stuff's more folky, I think. Mm -hmm. And more uh, acoustic-oriented, you know? Well, you were in a, a, a band, XKE, right? Oh, yeah. That and was... that was like more of like a surf rock band, oh, yeah, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I love surf. Which I was going to, the next song I do is influenced by Surf, but it's instrumental. What is the, what is the next song? It's called Sweaty Bo Betty. Sweaty Bo Betty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I wrote lyrics for it, but then I'm like, these are ridiculous lyrics. But I like the title, so I just left the title. Okay, well, we got to know what the lyrics were. Oh, we all yeah. really want to know what oh, the song yeah. was, was going to be about. Was, was, my wife was going through like menopause type things. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was hot and sweaty all the time. So I sucked. <laughs> there you go. You can edit that out, please. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Man, we should have left those lyrics in. I feel like that would speak to a lot of, a lot of men. Like, what was, what was going to be the end? Story was it going to be like as a man? This is how 
I perceive like support my woman going through this <laughs> stage or is it just like she's a lot to handle right now and that's just how it is? No, she's wonderful and there's nothing hard to handle, but I felt for her because she was so hot, you know, it was, mm-hmm. so we were, you know, got the air conditioning blasting and the fans blowing. I'm in the bed going, oh, please, could we just turn off the air? <laughs> I feel like she's inspired more than one of your songs um, on, a, on a show that we did together back in the, the day on Radio New Mexico. You kind of mentioned another song that was inspired by your wife. Oh, yeah. she's in, well, she's the main thing in my life, so she's going to be an inspiration, right? Chris. Yeah, yeah, Fickle Finger of Fate. That was all about her being a sh- pool player, yes. You're just cool. melting my heart so many times today. I, like, I, I, I keep teeing him up for something that's really black and white, and then he just goes a whole different direction with it. And I'm like, that is just so sweet, though. <laughs> that's so Well, these sweet. two, they're best friends, aren't you? So. We have a lovely couple in the audience today out of the throngs and throngs of fans that are here and... They look like they like each other, right? Like two peas in a pod. I see them all together all the time. Two peas in a pod. So now you have all the information on me. Let's talk about you. Talk about me? No, 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 no. (laughs) That's not how this works. (laughs) Let's see. Daisy Blue's been rocking the town lately. The last time I was really sweaty, huh? That was probably on Sunday, actually. It was very hot. And I was outside, and I thought, this is, this is it. And I knew the people that showed up for that gig were way better people than <laughs> I could ever try to be. Because yeah. I was being paid to be there. But these were people who gave of their time and money, and they showed up to this oven on purpose. Outdoor venue? Yes. Yeah. I, will, I will leave the place unnamed because it was such a struggle. But um, just because it was hot. Yeah. It was just so hot. It's I don't difficult. want them to be tied with negativity. No, and it's the not place, their but. fault. It's hot. It's just hot. Yeah. So, it's just hot. Time of year. You just get sweaty. Maybe that's what the song... For me, that's what the song that you're going to play, Sweaty Bobetti. <laughs> that's really what the song's about. For okay. me, it's about being outside and trying to get through a gig and, and perform for the people. And um, that's it. Yeah. Well, I'll shorten it so it won't be as long as the original, but I'll play a little bit of it, okay? Okay.
That's a short version of that. Don't want to lose people's interest, you know. Oh, that's that's why we're all here is to be able to this brown to hear this, this brown song. Betty is that what it's called? Uh, Janet Brown. Janet Brown. The Janet Brown. So Chris just picked up this Janet Brown. <laughs> <laughs> brown Betty, sweaty, brown sweaty, something like that. <laughs> that's a new brew coming at you. Janet Brown. <laughs> Downtown Janet Brown. And that's how we lost our sponsorship with Icebox. <laughs> I guess it does not sound. That, that whole time I was imagining just like being in bed and like fighting for the covers <laughs> or being too hot and like, ah, <laughs> the, the pain of it all. It's okay. fun to play for me. I like playing it. It's like, oh, that's a fun, it's a fun sounding tune. It and, is. And like I said, having that story in mind too, makes it a little <laughs> bit more like, it's it sounds very lighthearted. It is. It's it's a, really, it was a lighthearted song. Yeah, I can I can see that being on the background, and um, I have like cartoon characters pictured in my head, like Looney Tune characters or something that are up to no good, you know. <laughs> but in a lighthearted way, yeah. you know. So I like yeah. that. Well, Chris, we got a, we got a lot of time left. Like, we do. Yeah. Seems like we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> just, I've already just, talked more than I have in the last year, so. This, this is a man who does not like talking about himself. It's it's so fun. Ordinarily, when people come on the show, it's their opportunity to you know say all these things, these great things that they've done, and and I love it. I love hearing people's stories, but I just love how humble of a person you are. I'm not humble. I'm just boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not humble. But I am lucky around here. I get to play a lot, and I'm very happy about that, solo and with the band. So I'm very proud to be able to play locally and in El Paso and make a living at it, and people don't throw things at me. <laughs> That's what the chicken wire's for, right? Yeah. In front of the stage. And they're very kind here. I mean, yeah, very, very nice people. I mean, sometimes I've pl- I played some shows that I was not very proud of, and people are like, "Good job," you know. It was a little <laughs> rough at spots, but you know, we all have our rough days. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It happens. Everybody has a bad day. Uh, whenever, whenever I get feedback like that, I always just nod. I'm like, "Thank you for your feedback." And it's always on hot days. It's yeah. always on hot days. There was this one show I had where I was I was singing Can't Help Falling in Love. And I got, it was about a hundred and something, a hundred and some change outside. And I'd already been playing for a few hours. And I was trying to sing Can't Help Falling. And I got to the chorus, you know, like a river flows. And I was like, <laughs> So after the show, they're like, oh, man, you should work on trying to hit those high notes. And I just thought, and I was like, thank you so much. I will, I will absolutely try to do that. And in my head, I'm like, I'm just trying not to have a heat stroke. So my vocals aren't going to get, No, they're just not going to get there as I was squawking. Well, I commend you for going for it anyways. <laughs> That's. I probably shouldn't have. That's probably one songs. of my worst qualities as a performer is like, well, we'll try it. We'll see yeah. if it's terrible. No, no. It's, yeah. It's, you got to see what happens. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. I mean, the worst that could happen is it doesn't go well, but who cares, you know? People boo. 
They don't boo. Have you ever been booed? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think I got a little heckled a little bit. That was about it. I won't name the place, but yeah, heckled. You got heckled a bit. Yeah. What'd you get heckled for? What'd you do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, alcohol involved. People just get weird, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten booed before. I've gotten booed before I started playing a song before. But it was kind of a good... Well, yeah, I think I was just booed on Sunday, actually. I get booed more for the jokes that I tell versus the songs that I sing. (laughs) Yeah, I get booed for jokes all the time. (laughs) I have the most terrible jokes. But that's... uh, That's okay. That's not what you're out there for. That's, That's right. That's right. So... Do you have any good, like, dad jokes that you can... Bad jokes or... I said dad jokes, but, like, tomato potato, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Same difference, right? I don't. Not on the spot, but sorry. Do you? I have a vegetable joke. Okay. Let's hear it. I don't know. It's a little corny. Oh. <laughs> And we're I didn't even see fun. that coming. Oh, that was <laughs> we're good. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you already said potato, potato. So you already potato, were on the tomato. Veg- you, you just tied that in there. It's the same, the same schwadavive. Um, so, Chris, tell me about your experience songwriting, though. What have you always been a songwriter, or is this? Yeah. When, when did it come? When did you start writing? Right. When I first started playing, you wanted if you couldn't play anything, you know, you, you only know like five, six songs, and you start making up your own songs. <laughs> and that's just how it goes, huh? Yeah, they weren't good, but you know, you just start working on it. And then... When did you start playing? Uh, well, I was ten. When you were ten, mm-hmm. wow! That's a. I feel like that's a lot of discipline for a, a ten-year-old. I needed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that was on guitar then that you played yeah. when you were 10. Oh, yeah. So that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. Do you always write music on, on the guitar first, or do you bounce around? I know you said you play a couple of different instruments. I was writing stuff on the piano, and then now my piano's out of tune, so I don't mm-hmm. like to play it. <laughs> they, it's, it. Is it one of those big pianos that you have to like pay someone to come in and tune it? Because Yeah, yeah. I was one of the, it's like a real piano. Yeah, i got to get oh. someone to... Yeah, I don't think it's that expensive, like one or two hundred bucks, but I'm like, hmm, two hundred dollars. I'll just play my guitar. <laughs> well, compared to, yeah, compared to the gu- guitar where you can just download an app yeah. and tune your guitar for free. No, it's versus a good... Versus a hundred to two hundred dollars. It sounds like yeah. a lot to me. I should have it tuned. I keep telling myself, I need to tune that piano because I miss playing it. It was, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful instrument and... You can, uh, you know, write out the the bass lines while you're playing it a lot easier than a guitar, and right you can hear what it sounds like with them together, and hit notes for your vocals, you know. Yeah, I always if if I'm composing with a purpose, and I'm definitely like on a timeline, and I'm not just writing just for the sake of finding myself in the song, and. Y'all don't, those listening to the podcast, I'm kind of like waving my arms above me (laughs) in a sort of bohemian way. If I'm not, if I'm writing with a purpose and I really want to be efficient with my time, I always, the piano is always where I go. Okay, yeah. Or the the keys. 
I'll say yeah. keys. I don't have a piano per se. I that got I got one of those, you know, with the the colored keys and it goes ting ting. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> a, a child's toy. Yeah, though it is a good writing tool though. I think the keep the keyboards are. Yeah, definitely. And now, you know, you have them all synced with computers so you can like write out the scores right there on the spot. You can do mm. it with the guitar too, but it's easier with the keyboard. Yeah, if there's anything that you hear of mine that I've released that has piano on it, odds are I don't actually play that well. I've just adjusted all the keys to sound better <laughs> than how I actually play it, but don't tell anybody. Okay. I'm not that's me too. I mean, I'm not a great keyboard player, but I can play. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier. It's laid out so much easier than a guitar. So, while we're still on the songwriting vein, do you have any other songs to show us today? Oh, yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll play one off the CD, the solo CD. Okay. What is the solo CD called? Is it just called? C.L. Smith. All right. Is that the one that you played when we were on the show together last time? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then the world shut down, so. Yeah, went. that's a great album. That's a great record. For anybody, I would definitely recommend going to check it out. Check anybody it out. who released an album at that time was like, oh, <laughs> like the worst. Now I can't even promote it. Jeez. <laughs> just getting on. You know, I don't know, Facebook and Instagram live. But yeah. I've, I'm so bad at that anymore. I was really into it at first. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't do that. Uh, I yeah. think I only did some live streaming for, like, places that wanted you to do that when you played, you know, because mm -hmm. they couldn't have people there. But I didn't go, okay, here I am. I'm going to play for you. <laughs> it's kind of awkward. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking to yourself. What is the song called? Uh, this is an old one I wrote back in the 90s. And then I just made acoustic version for that, that album. I was in the band called The Imposters, and then couldn't use that name because it was being used, so we changed it to The Real Imposters. The Real Imposters? <laughs> it's a double... You're an imposter, but we're the real imposters. <laughs> but we never really played much. I mean, we, we just wrote a lot of songs and recorded and then... Played like maybe a handful of shows and then we all broke up. <laughs> Always oh, like after you record all your albums, like okay, now we got to push this or right. break up. And like, it's it's right when you get <laughs> it's right when you get merch. You get yeah. the merch, you get the CD, yeah. you got your website up, and then you break up and you're like ah yeah, yeah isn't that, that big gig goes? yeah. But this one's called Fade to Gray. It's about and I was young at the time, but you know. My hair was changing color at the time, so I was like, oh, Fading to Gray. Wow, that's a good song. So I wrote Fade to Gray. But it's more about uh, how we handle and deal with older people, and, you know, the shaming of old people, and I guess. We're Fake. pretty mean to old people. That's really sad. It is. <laughs> that's really so sad. I wanted to write a song saying, you know, you know be nice to old right. people. So. Yeah, that's it.
Rejected, you're not an option One chord not to play An extra song wanted A paper house burning in flame And I'll fade to gray A desperate soul Reaching out Boiling tears so vain Lost inside a loneliness I built this wall of pain Beauty is not an answer A solitude in our dreams I'm walking now, nowhere to run Use me up, throw me away And I'll fade to grave So I'm like, I really feel this song now because right. I am old now and gray and bit faded to gray. Fade. Yeah, that's it. Just gray. Maybe you can do another song that's like already gray. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> already gray. Hey, don't tell me that I'm already gray. You know? <laughs> hey, that's like a you, you can't that. put yeah you can't put anything by me. I'm already gray. Oh, you I've can already go. been there. I've already seen it. <laughs> I've already done it, and I already got the shirt. That's right. <laughs> you could be Daisy Blue, and I'll be uh, Chris Gray. <laughs> Chris Gray. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. Cool. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about. How people can get um, a hold of your music. So, what what music is out there that has been published? Like, is it on Spotify? Where can yeah, I'm at, uh, that that Seal Smith's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on I don't know Banddoozle and stuff like that. Banddoozle. I'm probably well, saying it wrong. I, I've never heard of it before. I never so heard of it either, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> it's on there, and you know. Uh, all those streaming ones, I, I paid to have it. So every once in a while, I get a report like, 
your song got played in Japan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Like, well, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. I always wonder who, who if it, because I know the reports that you're yeah. talking about, if it says something like Bangladesh. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I'm like, who is this guy? Because it's just one. It's always just like one stream from yeah. Bangladesh. And I'm like, who's the guy that found it and listened to it? I don't know. And it's always one song that I like, just play every once in a while at shows. And it's like, oh, I, maybe I should play that one. That person liked it over in Japan. or <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah. Australia. And then it just goes accidentally viral in one of those places, and then that's where your whole following is. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be, but... That's the dream. That's the dream. I don't even know how you get things to go viral. Do you? I mean... No, I don't I know. I think you got to go shirtless for sure. <laughs> so I've been, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to figure that out or for a long time. Or not wear pants. I know that most people don't it's... wear pants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I kind of le- just let that comment go, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you watch the award shows and like all. You the, just go pantsless. There's like, that's... No, that's a nice outfit. Uh, she forgot to wear her pants though. Just like. Bring... Should have told her she didn't wear any pants. Or underpants, probably. Yeah. Or you can bring like a kitten with you somewhere, like play your song and just have like a kitten there. <laughs> And just, and then someone will be all about the kitten and take a video of it, and then that will go viral. I like the way you say kitten. 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 <laughs> kitten. That's for our Japanese friends, you know. Yeah. Right. Maybe that. that. <laughs> I like the kitten or the, in Japanese. The, the puppy idea might be good. Yeah. yeah. Bring a puppy with you. Set it on your lap, and then you'll be like the puppy guitar player guy. I don't care if I go viral. I just like playing. And well, I, I like well, this venue. I'll be here in August, everybody. That's right. In Set Icebox. your calendar. Do, do you know what day in August? It's uh, like a Saturday. <laughs> it's a Saturday it's a, in August. The first Saturday, I think, August eighth or nine or something like that. Seventh. Seventh. It's on a Saturday. In August. Is that seventh? I'm going to start bringing like koozies or something okay. to these shows so that when people help us out, like these folks, I'm just going to start like throwing stuff into the audience. Like, here's a koozie. <laughs> like, I never know what you have koozies. Um, I could get some. I got t shirts. You see the shirt I'm wearing? Yeah. Now available on AbidingBlueProductionsLLC.com. Yeah, I like that. It's got the. It's a baseball The tee. jersey sleeves, yeah. Yeah, Icebox has a jersey just like this. It looks exact. <gasps> oh, God bless it. Can I throw this out into the audience? Okay, the staff just brought me a koozie so that I could fulfill my dream. Sharon, Sharon, Sharon brought me a koozie. Come here, see Sharon, tip Sharon, Sherry. Ah, oh, darn it! I'm Bruce. You want to? You want a so koozie? I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's gonna come take the koozie back. <laughs> They're nice because they don't uh, they don't leave little marks on your wood and stuff. Look at this. You don't oh, have to man. have cozies because they just right over it. This is. This is why we need video on this podcast, too, so then you could see what this koozie looks like. Okay, so to our helpful fans, are you guys ready for this? I'm about to throw this into the audience. And the, and the crowd went wild! <laughs> sorry. I guess that works better when you have, like, a more tightly together crowd. I'm sorry. He's, got, he's having to, like, walk over and pick it up. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
as I like, accidentally hit him in the face while throwing things into the audience. Uh, you're so did something. you bring your guitar? Did I bring my guitar? No. Oh. <laughs> you want to do a song together? Do a song together? Yeah. What, what, so- what song could we do together? We could do Jackson. Jackson? Ooh. Well, it has to be original for the podcast. Oh, yeah, because you got copyrights. That's, that's right. right. But maybe that's something for our live audience. So if you all are in the local area and you get a chance to come out to one of these live podcast sessions, just know that the audience here gets a little bit of extra stuff. They get koozies for one. We could just like they change the words. Like, well, we got married, married a, feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> Hotter than a green chili pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about, about Las Cruces, Cruces <laughs> ever since the there you weather go. <laughs> was better. <laughs> okay, no, I think uh, they might catch on that that was that song. <laughs> yeah. I, but, yeah, parodies are kind of free. That's like a free agent. Are they? Yeah, parody, yeah, you can rock out parodies all day. You just have to deal with people being mad at you, but it's totally legal. Oh, From what I've learned in my schooling. Even the music so. behind is... Up for grabs? You know, I'm not gonna. I think you have to change I the think chords so, a little bit. I yeah. could just we could play it in. I think it's uh, it's in C major, so I could just do it in C minor. There you go. <laughs> we got married. <laughs> we got divorced <laughs> with a good temperature. <laughs> That's that turned into a really sad, weird song. Immediately, we got divorced in the cold. <laughs> the temperature. Uh, the temperature was not okay. Colder than a witch's. <laughs> Can't say that, can I? <laughs> well, the, you can you can say whatever you want. It's a podcast, and so. Oh uh, yeah. I we'll was, keep it family-oriented, right? Family-oriented. Whatever orientation that you need to orientate. There you go. I'll keep it clean. Yes. Better to be clean. I, you know, I had other questions, and it just went right out the door. <laughs> I, I, I started getting sidetracked with the koozie, and, I've, and, I, and I have yet to make myself <laughs> go back. I'm coming to the next one, so I get a free koozie. Yes. yes. Okay. So I do have a question okay. for you that I have been asking guests on this show. And that question is, and this is a very loaded question, and I didn't give them this question ahead of time. But for the music community in Las Cruces, what do you think um, is missing or something that you would like to see blossom here in the local community that we could be doing a better job at just like as a whole of like all of us together. So like not calling anybody out, but like what is a shift that you would like to see happen here? Hmm. That is a, that's a, a loaded baked potato dirt, with dirt, cheese. Dirt, dirt, and and bacon, cream. And sour cream. Now I'm getting hungry. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, what we could do to make it better or yeah in the, in the dream world that is cl smith oh oh i would love to see more um original music venues you know people that can go play their own stuff mm-hmm. and not feel like they have to play 10 covers with it you know yeah 
That would well, be good. I mean, I agree. I mean, I would, I'd be willing to take a little less money, play a, uh, you know, a show with my own music and maybe a couple of special songs of mine versus mostly covers and just a few of my songs in there. That's what I usually do is mostly covers and then sprinkle my stuff in there. It's like, okay, I, I do write my own stuff, but, you know, I know you want to hear this, so... I like that. I like that. And if that. it's a venue that's for that, then people that want that will go there. Right. We, I mean. They we, do that like they have the songwriters venue, like at Advantage, right? Right. Cause, so there's two that I can think of right now for, for Lost Cruises is um, Chris Baker songwriters, like brunch deal typically yeah. at Salude. Yeah. And it comes up once in a blue moon post-COVID. I think it used to be every month, but now it's, it's a little bit more sparse. But, and then Vintage Wines also does a songwriter's night. I think it's the third Thursday of every month, and that's hosted by Tom Foster Morris. Yeah, that's and the one I'm, I played that one. The first once. Thursday, thank you. The first Thursday. There. They, here's a koozie. And he got it. Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's... I always want to see that, encourage creativity, you know, because there's a lot of young people that would have creative ideas and they don't have any place to show it. So who is your favorite local songwriter then? You can't say me, of course, so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, Uh, I'm not humble. There you go. I think CW's been doing it. Yeah. And he's doing it really well. And he's actually able to play a lot of these places that, you know, want you to play a lot of covers. And he does his own music anyways, and people he come there for it. He can get away with it. it, yeah. So you got to give him the number one thing. Yeah, CWA on. So for those of you who have never heard him, yeah, you got to go check him out. Um, really great blues musician. Yeah. He's got it locked in. He's my favorite. I got to yeah. play with him for, like, six or seven months and enjoyed it a lot yeah you know? that's right yeah he's the reason the double clutches broke up because then our my bass player is like i'm just gonna stick with him I'm like okay i can see that <laughs> i like how you just openly blamed him <laughs> but I, i'm not mad about it I, mean, I was like yeah that makes sense go ahead yeah we gotta get him on too yeah you definitely you gotta do. help me talk him into it he'll do it he's nice he'll do it uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is a nice guy too. He's 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 like you, just like a nice guy. You think he's going to be all intimidating because he plays so well, and um, he's just just nice, just a nice guy. He'll come on, he'll hug you, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, very talented. Mm-hmm. His whole family's talented. <laughs> they are though. Yes. Yeah, his wife too. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. I answered. Um, did I do good on that question? Or I think that's a great answer. I think that's a great answer. That's something I've been thinking of a lot lately too. And that was the same answer that we that I've I've gotten from previous guests as well. That what? How can we foster original music in Las Cruces? And how can we help? I guess like the venues set that up. Yeah, no, it's it's not an easy sell. No. And. Uh, I guess, like, the other thing I would like to see with musicians is, mm-hmm. 
and I'm guilty of this, so I, I worked on myself, is just when you go listen to a musician play or an artist or a band, just listen to it like an audience member. Don't listen to it as a musician. Well, what's the difference? Musicians listen... Critically, yeah. I think. Try to hear if there's mistakes, if there's, you know, if something's not the right tempo or whatever, you know. You get focused on the details instead of just listening to it as a whole and just listening to it as it comes. It's hard. I like that because I'm definitely guilty. I'm yeah, definitely guilty of that. Musicians yeah. are like... Because I hear everything separately in my head as it's coming. I'm listening to every, all the parts and like, oh, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. When you're on that mode and it yeah. ruins it. And my wife's yeah. like, just listen to the song, you dummy. Just, just listen. listen. Just quit, listen to quit it. Quit trying to pick it apart, you know. So. <laughs> just enjoy. Just it's enjoy. a hard task, but you can do it. And I think CW does that. He just goes and listens. He doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't pick apart. He doesn't sit there and go, I could do this way better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that advice. I like that advice. I'm going to try to ad ad adhere to that. I think yeah. usually I'm, like, the most um, picky about, like, the mix, especially for, like, bigger bands. Yeah. That's that's the part that usually annoys me. Mix? Uh, yeah, right. I have to fight the urge to go up and mess with their board. Be like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, no, that's rude. You can't do that. That's, it's not okay. But if they ask you, then maybe. If they if they ask, <laughs> then they're I not don't going think. To. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, how can people get a hold of you? We'll wrap it up for today. Okay. Um, how can people get a hold of you if they they want to listen to more of your music? I know you're on Facebook. It's CL Smith. Is that your handle? Yeah, CL Smith Solo. Seal Smith Solo, and um, do you have anything else that people can contact you with, yeah, like an uh, email, website, all that stuff? Yeah, rockabillystrangers.net. That's my web page, and I have my solo stuff and the band stuff there. Okay, and great. And links and all that, and, you know, for music and all that. And, yeah, pretty much that's the best one, the, the website, rockabillystrangers.net. Okay. But Instagram, Seal Smith Solo, or... Facebook, CL Smith Solo, or Twitter, Rockabilly Strangers. I got a lot of Rockabilly Strangers stuff too, at that stuff too. So you're accessible. Yep. Accessible. So if you want a band, that's the band. And if you want me just playing by myself, playing the hits, and I'll the be greatest there too. hits, the greatest hits of <laughs> CL Smith. And other people's hits. <laughs> and other people's hits. Yeah. Well, up to a certain year, and then it's. I don't know what's happened after 2000, really, but I'm sure there's some music. <laughs> there's some music going on, for sure. <laughs> well, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate your time and being here. Um, once again, everybody, we are sponsored today by Icebox. Thanks so much for having us, you guys. We appreciate you. Thank you. Some great You're beer. Amazing, amazing beer. Uh, thanks to our partners at Las Cruces Today and Bravo Mike Communications. This episode was edited by uh, Xander Stone, so appreciate you too, bud. And we will be... <laughs> it's not recorded. I just got to look because 
Xander, our audio engineer, has his own set of fans, and some of them are here wondering where where he is. Where is so he? He's doing other th- he's doing other stuff. Oh, okay. Man. He's doing other stuff. He's in high demand, a high demand audio engineer for sure. Well, that's there cool. You go. That Thanks for having cool. me. I appreciate it. It was a Hope blast. I didn't bore everybody. No, that was so much fun. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Maybe we can get you to come on again. If you're ever releasing any more music, if you have any more music you want to share, we definitely want to hear. Oh, there'll be more music. I got. I'm do a, a release with the band. Yes. I'd much rather have the band up here because those guys are much more interesting than me. We'll have everybody. We'll have everybody up. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's true. I'm like. I don't want to encourage that. I'm like. But I do want to hear everybody. It is usually when everybody. when there's interviews. I'm like, Let's talk to one of those guys. They're way better <laughs> at this than me. Well, thanks again, and everybody. This was the Abiding Blue Blue Podcast. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Abiding Blue Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please help us grow it by leaving a review and giving it a share. If you'd like to be considered as a guest for the show, please contact us through BitingBlueProductionsLLC.com. We'll see you next week.